0: Welcome to the little guys. I'm Josh and today I'm with Peter. Peter, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Hey everybody. Uh, So my current position with a company called The Hive Entertainment. Uh, We do shows like um, ID Murder Mystery, all those kind of like murdery, everybody dies, (laughs) (laughs) you know, those kind of shows. I'm currently in the logging and digitizing department. So what I do basically is whenever anything comes off of a camera, I get it, we uh, copy it to a, uh, you know, bigger outside computer, uh, like server room type thing. And then uh, we sync and group and then we send it over to the editors. So we're kind of like assistant to the assistant editors.
0: Okay, Um, and you got that job through your time at Full Sail, right?
1: Yeah, Uh, so I actually met them at a full sale networking summit, uh, they have these like weird, not weird, but like those career fairs that they do every once in a while. And it was funny. Um, I actually met these people like right after getting off set for like 12 hours and I walk in all raggedy wearing like a flannel that I wore the day before, probably smelling so bad and you know, <laughs> shook their hand and everybody else is wearing suits and everything like that. And lo and behold, a week or two before I graduate, I get a, an email from the hiring manager over at the company, and they were uh, they wanted me to interview for the position.
0: You know, I remember we were at the apartment, and you were like, you think a second interview is a good thing or nothing?
1: And I was like, I'm pretty sure we're we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we're almost there. I have a good time. You know, well, I mean, uh, put me where I am now, so.
0: Yeah. Um, is this where... You
1: like wanted to start your career. Like, do you want a career in television? Um, so it's actually, it's not where I saw my career, um, but it's, it's hard to say. Uh, Cause really I didn't know where I wanted to uh, go in my career and start. I just wanted something. I wanted to get out there and I, I love editing. It's what I've been doing forever. Um, and yeah, I mean, TV is, is, is always there. I, I love that aspect about it. It's always happening. Uh, whereas movies, you know, you get a contract, you're there for a certain amount of time, and then you're out. Um, this has, like, benefits, and I love the stability of having that kind of thing, uh, where I can rely on a paycheck every week and food in, in my fridge. Um, whereas, you know, a lot of people in the film industry can do that. I, I, I just had that anxiety about me. Where I was like, all right, what if that doesn't happen? What if I don't get something for a couple of months? Type type of deal.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's a constant fear. Um, like there's small television jobs that pop up here in Orlando and they take forever to get filled by people because you know, these jobs want guys from LA to come out. The the people in LA are like, I'm not moving across the country to have a job for three months. Like, I won't yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's definitely not a career. That aspect of the career makes it not for everyone, I should say. But um let's Let's move backward in time a little bit. Uh, you've been making and editing your own like
1: short content for, what, like almost a decade now? Oh, my God, man. This goes way back. I got my, uh, I got my first actual camera on my 10th birthday, July 4th, 2009. Uh, and I still have the first clip I ever recorded with that camera. Uh, and from then on, uh, I brought in all my friends off you know, from my from my street and I was just like recording these stupid little uh, clips and stuff like that. And I mean, they didn't, they never went anywhere. I think in middle school, I started a YouTube channel um, where I just like recorded videos off my uh, TV screen from, or from my TV screen off my iPad and uh, stupid things like that, that I would edit together. Um, and then finally, <clears throat> where it all kind of started to change was in high school my first year i took a television production class and i ended up taking um and going through all the television production courses at that school uh for you know all four years i was there and i just loved it so i went on to full sail and and just kind of grew it all from there and yeah that's where i am now
0: all right um do you think you learned like uh key parts of what it means to be an editor and a filmmaker when you were just kind of like messing around with your friends.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, that's just what it is. Uh, essentially at the, at the base of what everybody loves about filmmaking is it's just messing around with your friends. It's having a good time making something that you know you can be proud of even though sometimes it's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, you could be proud of it at the end of the day that you made it with your friends. I mean, Half the things that I made in high school with my buddies are things that I don't want people ever seeing, but I <laughs> I, I keep them for the memory of, of doing that with my friends. You know, it, it was just that, that was like the sole reason that we did them.
0: So the um, experience is more important to you than the actual finished product.
1: Oh yeah. The, the, the experience is what, is what makes it, you know, uh, cause in the end you'll have that, that, that product, but it's the stories you have. About what you did to make that thing, and that really just make that project feel homemade and fun. Right. Because um, you know you you'll have these uh, the, these bigger movies and stuff like that. You won't know anybody on that, and, and uh, not as a bad thing. I'm sure you'll have friends here and there. I'm sure you make friends here and there. But um, I have always loved the short aspect where you have a small group of people making a story that you're all pretty much passionate about because you're not getting paid. Um, (laughs) you know, you're 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 all just passionate about this story that you want to make into a movie, uh, and that's what kind of drove me to, you know, continue making those little stupid short films that never went anywhere with my friends, just because I had those stories and I still tell those stories to this day. Yeah, I mean,
0: and you should. I was talking to someone about like why they stepped from the film industry to Florida of all places, and she was like, "Film, like working in film is great, but it's kind of like summer camp." Uh, mm. You work with someone for, you know, a couple of weeks to a couple of months, and then you don't really know when you're going to see them, uh, if they're yeah. coming back to this, like metaphorical camp. Um, and that sounds kind of gross to me, you know, in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like making connections and working with people. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to the end of a goal, not just like, oh, that's the guy I sometimes see when we need extra hair and makeup. Like, that's kind of gross. Yeah. Um.
1: The, it's always the worst, uh, like realizing like you, you could be really good friends with these people on set and then right as soon as you get off set, you might not be able to see them for like two to three months, you might not be working in the industry after that movie, you have no idea they don't have any idea, I mean you can obviously trade numbers and stuff like that but it's not the same as working with that person, you know, you know that person's a trustworthy person to work with, um, I mean you might be friends with them but Working, a working relationship and obviously a friendship are two different things. Um, but it, it's really all about what you build. Uh, and I think building something over an extent of period of time to maybe not so much get to a, a, an end goal. You know, my end goal is getting my paycheck every two weeks really is what it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm making connections with these people. Through, we, we, we talk about like aliens today. today at work. We were talking about aliens for no joke, almost an hour just sitting there like bullshitting about aliens. Um, but it's just, like these weird connections that we make with these people. I know at the end of the day that we're all going to get our work done. We're all going to get what we needed to get done that day done. Um, but, you know, I like the fact that I got to go in tomorrow and probably bullshit about aliens for another hour. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's all that, that aspect that I just love about this, this side of the industry, you know, the side that's more stable and, and always there.
0: Yeah, well, there's a reason, like, even on a smaller scale, like, you know, when we were doing season one, there's a reason why I came to you in Austin first and was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Please help me. Like, whatever you've got. Because um, yeah. it's different when, like, you've, you've done, I think we've both done jobs from, like, a Facebook posting that are like, need need an editor, need a writer. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's get it done. But you don't really care about the end result when you're doing it. No. Um, yeah. So you So you've had a kind of like a like a weird history of travel when it comes to the past three years of your life as an editor. (laughs) So you come from, um, is it five points, New Jersey?
1: Five, five points. What?
0: Where are you from in uh, Jersey?
1: Central Jersey. It's it's... central
0: Jersey. And then you, so you drive (laughs) like what, like 20 hours to Florida to come to school for 20 months. And now you're living in Tennessee.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's been uh, uh, it's been crazy. <laughs>
0: is that yeah, like were you not I would I know we we barely talked about it right before you were about to move about like moving to Tennessee because you were like new job, I'm excited, but like on a real note, were you kind of scared like this is a new state? I don't know anyone.
1: Oh yeah, I was I was scared to death moving here. Um for a couple of reasons. One, I mean before I even uh knew or really like I knew about the opportunity. Uh I didn't tell my girlfriend that I got it because I was scared (laughs) she wouldn't move with me. Um so I had that weighing on me. But then when I finally like I eased into it and I was like, listen, I got this opportunity. And she jumped on board right away and that eased my conscience a lot because one, I wouldn't want to uh want to have to move to a new state by myself, not knowing anybody. I mean when I moved from Jersey to Florida, I had family in the area um and stuff like that. And I've been to that area before. Obviously Disney's right there. Um, I toured, uh, full sail a couple months prior. So I kind of got a, a lay of the area, but now I'm like, uh, all right, moving to Tennessee. I have never been to Tennessee in my life. Uh, <laughs> don't even know where Knoxville is. Uh, and this is all just like within like two weeks I got the job. I graduated. I got the job that day before. And then, um, Two weeks later, I was out the door. You know, moving, moving to Tennessee, uh, right after the holidays and stuff like that. I literally moved uh, two days after New Year's. I moved on the third at night. We traveled from nine till uh, about ten in the morning. Good Lord,
0: um, would you say it was worth it? Like all that anxiety and that like manic pace to get to Tennessee? Has it been worth it?
1: Um. So it honestly, I think uh, what. My experiences at Full Sail and I won't really get too much into detail with everything that happened there. But uh, I moved around a lot there, uh, as you know, as we both know, it was just a lot of <laughs> hectic time uh, at, at school. So really moving to Tennessee, I was nervous. Yeah. But I wasn't like I didn't I didn't stay up at night because I didn't know what was going to happen. I knew it was going to be settled. I knew I knew I was going to have something there. And I was gonna work it out, no matter what because because that's what I got trained for for the past you know basically three years um, i I knew in my head that that it would work out uh so yeah, I was anxious. I think I was just more anxious about coming here and having to make a whole new group of friends um and and people to rely on and trust and stuff like that. so uh I'd say it was worth it uh I love it here so far. Uh, the, the downtown's perfect for me because it's not like Orlando, where <clears throat> it'll take you an hour and a half to go, you know, ten miles down the road. Here, it takes <laughs> you ten, five to ten minutes to go ten miles down the road. Um, you know, uh, so in that in that aspect, it's not it's not too crazy. It's still up and it's still up and coming. It's still growing. We're we're next to a college, uh, so there's a lot of college stuff that goes on around here. So I, I'd say it's definitely worth it. I love it here. Uh and yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's very good to hear. Um as everyone's been like making their exodus from Orlando, I'm like, I hope we all land like not at the same time, but I hope we all land on good feet, you know, or good ground. Solid oh my god. Hope we all land on solid <laughs> ground. There it is. Yeah. Um it has been fun watching everyone uh relocate, like Austin's in Williamsburg um shooting and editing uh training videos for companies and stuff like that like everyone's in a good spot um but you're not only an editor uh for the past couple years you've also been a photographer are you open to talk about that yeah yeah
1: definitely what would you like to know um everything i'm just kidding um (laughs) it gave me everything Everything.
0: (laughs) Uh, we'll start with the easy question how long have you been um how long would you consider yourself a photographer for?
1: Well, I mean, if we're going to be honest here, I I still <laughs> I still have a trouble considering myself a photographer, uh, and I think I think a huge portion of that is just me comparing myself to other photographers out there, and I'm like, well, okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: They're uh, doing some crazy stuff, and then there's me. But I mean, I've had a passion for photography, and that and that eye for photography for. Uh, I'd say probably seven years now.
0: Okay. Um What What do you think got you
1: into it? So a lot of it was actually... Um, uh, I watched a couple YouTubers, and it was like... It wasn't... It, it didn't start as photography. It obviously... It, it stemmed off of my, you know, wanting to do that, like, rogue filmmaking type thing, kind of like a Casey Neistat and um, stuff like that. I have wanted to start a company, a production company of my own for a very long time. Uh, Like there was a a guy named uh, Zach King who did the uh, special effects videos and all that stuff. He'd he'd do like the magic videos for Facebook and Instagram that you'd always see. Um, He winded up opening his own studio that had like the biggest Nerf arsenal. (laughs) I I know that sounds crazy, but I was like, damn, I want to do that. But then uh, from from that kind of stuff, I was like I was opened up to a bunch of YouTube photographers. Uh, And then recently, the thing that kind of kickstarted me to want to get into photography again, because I had this big drought, uh, especially coming to film school and seeing everybody else's like five thousand dollar camera. You know all this equipment that these people have all these lights and everything like that and I have my dinky T3 that I got like four years ago that I just use, you know, whenever um, I, I Lost I lost hope I actually wound up selling my camera uh, Just because I needed the cash at the time and then so, you know flash forward a, about a year after I wound up selling my camera I got a new one um, and I, I Jumped into it really because of one YouTuber. Uh, his name is Peter McKinnon, and he he has this like style in his photography that I kind of stem from, like the the nature aspect. He takes a lot of nature shots and stuff like that. He goes to one of the places I've always wanted to go to in Canada. Uh, there's this lake, this beautiful, beautiful lake that is like my my photographer's dream <laughs> the place to go to. Is this <laughs> lake. Um, and and I, I have to say like after <laughs> after watching him for a little bit and finally getting that my hands on my camera that first couple months I had that camera I was nonstop I mean I think for the first month I I challenged myself uh, to post a picture every day and uh, from then it was just like it kind of became a, a second nature I would always have my camera on um, and then I went back to full sailing again and then, like. I at that time with my photography, I actually started posting things to an Instagram, which I've never done before. Like I never really posted my photography anywhere because it was just a, a me thing. Um, and people started seeing it and complimenting it and stuff. And then from then, I got like shoots with my friends uh, that do cosplay, and and it changed their world upside down. And they started meeting all new people. And then I realized how broad of a a spectrum this can this can lie in really um because it really just like from from one guy one or two guys on youtube this whole different career aspect in my mind just just changed and and, you know i i started focusing on photography more as a career
0: right um you mentioned it briefly but um let's talk about you shooting with cosplayers because that um Really took off within like not even a quarter of a year, where you like you shot someone's for free, and then you were just like, oh, I'm doing this like next week and the week after the next day, like no problem.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> who um, um, do you remember who you shot for first? Oh, yeah, uh, never, I'll never forget. It was uh, it was my friend <laughs> Jen, um, and she had started cosplaying Spider Man, and this is right around the time TikTok started blowing up too. So she had, uh, she had a good following on there and stuff. And we worked together a year prior at Universal. I, I had a little stint there where I worked at Universal for like three months and hated it, but um, we met at the orientation there. And then a year later, we come to meet again, and we're shooting uh, cosplay at downtown Orlando. She's walking around with a Spider-Man <laughs> outfit on. It was pretty funny. Um, but, I, I mean, from then, like, that was – Big for me because I was always used to no model. I'd never had anybody in front of the camera unless it was me, and it was like usually nature. Um, and, and then so from Jensen on, it was like it was like just this this blow up. So I, I from her I met her her roommate Taya, who also had a good following who I started taking pictures of. And then you know from Taya, I met other cosplayers and I, you know it was just it was just this huge thing at a you know, whenever they'd meet up, I'd always take pictures for them and stuff like that. And then it, it, it kind of went out of the cosplay realm too for a bit there. Uh, this guy that does, or two, two people that do YouTube uh, in Orlando, there's this one uh, Disney YouTuber named JoJo. Uh, he does, he just, you know, the, the, the Disney type vlogs and stuff like that. And right. we went to Disney Springs and I shot with him. And it, it just kind of opened up this whole realm for me uh, that I didn't know I had that ability before. Uh, cause again, I was like always so used to shooting, uh, nature and, and I was worried as anything to shoot people, but you know, here we are now.
0: Right. Um, would you consider yourself more comfortable when it comes to like taking pictures with people than before?
1: Oh, I, I, yeah. Yes and no. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was definitely. I, I mean, you could probably ask Jensen. I could probably ask Jensen, like, how awkward was it the first time that we took pictures together? I was awkward as hell. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I didn't know what to do because I've never like directed people before, and I like, I'm, a, I'm like a laid back, outgoing type. I don't, I don't like telling people what to do. I'm just like, do it, just, just do the thing, do what you want to do, and I'll take a picture of that. Right. And uh, so that's kind of the direction that we went in. Uh, with that shoot and shoots following, um, where we just kind of did that, and then uh, a little later on, I actually winded up shooting my first wedding, which was an interesting little one. Uh, <laughs> can't say I want to do that again, but you know we're gonna try it again this weekend.
0: Um, <laughs> Hold on, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, what was wrong with shooting a wedding? Uh, so I actually I can't say shooting the wedding itself wasn't bad at all. I had a great time. I met a lot of people. It was the actual place I was shooting at that um, they wouldn't... It was like almost pitch black in this place. My camera, I don't have a very good camera. These people weren't paying a whole lot. So I didn't have money to go rent equipment to get nicer things and stuff like that. Um, So I was, again, with like my... my Excuse me, uh, my T6 and, and, and my little flash. But of course, you know, that flash made every picture look horrible. Um, so I kind of went just my camera for a little bit and I got some good shots at it. But it was just like they wouldn't, they wouldn't budge on the lighting. They had the lights in there. And I was like, can you just turn on these strips of lights so I could get, you know, these family shots? These are really, really important to them. And they did not budge at all. And I'm like, these people are paying you money to, to rent this place out. Can Turn on these lights for maximum ten minutes, so I could get these shots of this family. I mean, I got, I, uh, I obviously did put on the flash and stuff like that for them, and 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 I tried my best to, you know, work around it. I, I actually ended up putting a, uh, a garbage bag (laughs) around the flash because of how harsh my flash hits. Oh yeah. Uh, I wanted to diffuse it a little bit, and I didn't have a diffuser, Um, so I put a garbage bag around it, and. That's how we winded up getting a lot of pictures, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was it was it was high stress, but at the end of the day, I had a lot of fun with it. And I I am actually I'm not shooting photos, I'm shooting video at a wedding this weekend back in New Jersey, so I'm flying out Saturday morning and then coming back coming back Monday night and uh, shooting the wedding on Sunday. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a little fun, interesting take two type thing
0: okay yeah to see to see if you're made for the wedding game
1: yeah yeah Um, because it's definitely high stress um and i want to try it out a little bit oh yeah no at my brother's wedding
0: um i talked to like some of the people who are working it like i got a chance to talk to the uh the wedding planner the lady who owns like the venue and i talked to one of the people doing pictures and stuff and i was like how you feeling? And they were like, honestly, not good. I'm very busy. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> um, like my brother's photographer um, is like a friend of our, our mom's and she was yeah. shooting with two cameras, one with um, her F-stop set to be shooting outside and one to be inside. So she was running around all day with two cameras. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, I, w-
1: I mean, I, hell, I wish I could afford that. <laughs> that would be a lot easier.
0: Oh yeah, no. um, When I did, when we did talk about it, she was like, "I don't like doing that kind of math in my head for like exposure and everything." So I just bring two cameras, and I was like, "I wish I could be you in every way." Um, Smart, (laughs) yeah. So let's let's pretend your photography career like opens up for you. Um, Would you want to make a name in the cosplay world, or would you like to keep shooting
1: nature? Like, if you only had Uh, to pick one. As a wise taco commercial once said, why not both? Why not both? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I'd be happy doing both. I, I don't really want to restrict my photography to one thing. I feel like, not to say a lot of photographers do that, but a lot of photographers have one style. You know what I mean? Like they do that style and they do it amazingly. I want to learn what styles are my strong points and which ones are my weak points, but I want to do multiple ones. I mean, I've had some really bad photos and I've had some really, really good ones it's It's just all kind of it's it factors down to the day, how I'm feeling, what I'm shooting, if I'm passionate about it and and, and if I've done it before. Um, so it's like I would love to do both of those, and I would love to make it, especially like, you know, again, like the Peter McKinnon, I would die to be in his position right now because, you know he has he has the world in his hand in a way. He could do what he wants. Uh, he has, you know, the, the the ability to go to, say, the other side of the country, you could go to Alberta, Canada, whenever he wants, because he has that. That, you know, ability. I mean, don't get me wrong, he didn't have that before. He 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 worked his way up to that. He's uh, like like thirteen years older than me as well. <laughs> uh, you know, he worked his way to get to that position, and I have to do the same. But you know, where he's at is is a great position. I mean, he has his own his picture minted on a Canadian coin. I mean, when you hit that point, that's like, you, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's that's right. amazing, you know. Um, uh, yeah. Do you think
0: you um, do you think that's like a possibility for you, or are you more
1: pessimistic towards that kind of future? I would love for that to be my future. Honestly, I'd love to be able to travel and take pictures and and stuff like that. That's something I've always wanted to do. Um, it, it opens up from from what's you know, I'm so used to. I'm so used to the New Jersey houses right next to everybody, you know, maybe New York, I, I would able to see that. Um, and then Florida, obviously, you know, with uh, most of my most of my nature photography is done on the the trails that me and my buddy Jake went on. Um, so it's like I, I won't have to restrict myself. I've personally actually never really seen a mountain range like I have in Pennsylvania, but I've never seen like the big mountain ranges in my life. And, you know, seeing kind of like what I did uh, when I came into Tennessee with the Smoky Mountains, that was awesome. It was like, it was like just seeing the mountain range. I'm surrounded by rangers every day. You know, it's just really cool to see it's 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 a different, uh, it's a different taste for, for where you are. And I love that about traveling. You know, you could go wherever you want to go. There's places you, 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 d- d- like everything you see in a movie is done somewhere. I mean, obviously to an extent, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you see these places in a movie that I've always dreamed about going to. And I can, you know, and I, I feel like at that level, you know, you can do that kind of thing. If your photography is that good, you, you're getting uh, <laughs> paid that much to do what you love. You could go wherever you want. And, and I would love that for my life.
0: Well, what steps are you are you taking to get there?
1: Um, well in recent times I haven't really uh, been taking too too many steps just because I've been uh, again, like I just moved uh, to um, Tennessee so it was a big move for me graduating mm-hmm. and then straight here and then working but uh, I am actually I'm kind of like doing a, a refresh of my website trying to get that going again and then Um, I'm moving my company. I have uh, like if you if you look up like a company in your area on Google, if you look up Peter Donnelly Photography in Orlando, my name will come up as like one of those Google things that you call and stuff like that. Right. Um, And I'm I'm working on moving that here and and stuff, just like small stuff to try to get like a a name for myself here. I've been trying to reach out to different places and and see if anybody needs photographers around getting my name out there type of thing. But there isn't too much I could do with working. Uh, what i'm working now and then coming home and and having to do things around here just because i'm still settling uh and trying to you know get everything in from the move um hopefully though fingers crossed my uh, i might be getting a new camera soon which is a big move because it's like one of the one of the cameras i've really wanted for a long time
0: (laughs) right um it's that attitude where it's like i know that Technology doesn't make me a better photographer, but I really wouldn't like a better toy. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and this it, like it, photographers can agree to that, a, that a full frame sensor is, is a lot better than a crop sensor. And I've been using a crop sensor for my entire existence. And then I got my hands on a full frame, a mirrorless camera, uh, and I was like blown away. I was like, oh, my God, this these shots look amazing. You could visually see. On my on my Instagram, the couple uh, posts that I have with a different camera because it's just a totally different world when you're shooting with that.
0: Right. Um, so you're trying to balance not only like adjusting to your life change of moving to Tennessee, but a full-time job and reworking your photography. Um, what's your attitude towards those people who are like, Oh, you got time to watch a 20-minute TV show, but you don't have time to invest three hours into your personal brand. You don't really want it. Like, what's your attitude towards those kind of people?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna bring her up again, the girl from the taco commercial. Why not both? Why not both? (laughs) You know, (laughs) you you could be investing that time while relaxing on the couch. You relax on the couch and watch a TV show, have the TV show on, and I mean De- debating what tv show it is obviously if it's like game of thrones i'm going to be sitting there watching it because it's my favorite show but like if it's a if it's a show you've <laughs> seen 50,000 times before like star wars i could i could i know exactly what's happening i could almost recite the film at that point um i'm going to i'm going to sit down and i'm also going to work on stuff because that's that's what i it's it's also my end goal you know it, it's really like my attitude towards that kind of thing is is it's how bad you want it. Do you want that? Or do you want to watch TV and the the episode that you've seen 30 times because that really one that one cool fighting scene? Or do you wanna do you wanna work while watching that fighting scene, take a break during that fighting scene or whatever, and and try to build yourself something cooler, something better. So you could get out of that nine to five every day. Um, I mean that's that's my end game is 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 really when I go to work, I don't have a schedule. I could go to work whenever I want. I, like, I can make YouTube videos whenever I want and on whatever I want. <clears throat> um, you know, and, and that, that's really like the end goal for me. That's what I want no matter what, what it is. Like I, I could um, be watching a TV show and do that at the same time. It's, it's not that hard uh, because again, if you've seen the thing 30 times, do something that's going to better yourself. Stop watching the same thing 30 times. My girlfriend's going to yell at me as soon as we get off this because I have watched Star Wars 30 times. And, and there are times where I just sit through the whole thing because I love the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, realistically, you've seen it that many times. And, and you have something that you want to work on. A thing. Why not? I-
0: I don't know. I feel like there's an importance to taking a day off. Um, so oh, we're recording no this, what, this is almost February now and we're recording this. Um, I'm doing all of my guests this week and like next week. So I'm doing like 20 interviews just straight down the barrel. Um hmm. I have Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. I have it not scheduled for anything because I need I need the time off. This is something I'm passionate about. You know, this is the only thing I talk about with anyone um i don't i don't remember why we were there but like you you sent me to that like airbnb with all your friends and stuff and all i did was talk about my podcast um (laughs) just what i do (laughs) um but at the same time if i were to treat this show with that mentality of like oh i got time to sit down and watch i don't know like the long dumb road which is a movie i really enjoy but I don't have time to keep uh, researching like social g- growth theory for the podcast. It's like, if I don't take it, you know, a day off on the occasion, I'll go insane. And then I will no longer have passion for what I'm doing. I'll get
1: burned out. Exactly. Oh yeah. I, you, I, I agree with that 110%. You know, you can't, you can't work yourself underground over something or, again, or else it becomes that work. You know, you want to do, you want, you're doing this because it's fun. Because yeah. because this is what you love to do, not because you know you need a a fifth job on top of the one that you already work. <laughs> you know, and, and I uh, I totally agree that you need days off. I have days where I come home and I don't. I feel like sitting on the couch because, like, I was really surprised how stressful this job can be sometimes. Um, even just performing kind of like the simplest of tasks, if that gets messed up, you go through a whole whirlwind of different things you got to do and it just fries your brain out so you just need that time you need that time to relax every human does um personally i would love to go on a vacation Uh, (laughs) i haven't had one of those in a long time (laughs) i'm telling you
0: i'm telling you come back come down to atlanta when i move i'm telling you
1: (laughs) yeah that's a vacation that's gonna (laughs) hey that's a vacation i'll tell tell you what ain't no bermuda but it'll do (laughs)
0: <laughs> um no I'm trying to get everybody that moved from Florida to slowly move to Atlanta. I'm starting with you in Austin, and then I'll get everybody else. Um not making new friends, I'm just getting the old ones back. Um but how should I say, like what's your what's your five year plan? Like long term, where do you want to be?
1: I feel like we're on a, I'm on a cute little date right now. All right.
0: Long no, of forward. course, yeah. Uh, what are your hobbies? <laughs> uh, I, have <laughs> I have four, four, four children. children.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, um, here, here, I have to remind myself this a lot. And, it's, uh, and this goes out to a lot of wholesale kids. Um, you can't beat yourself up if you're 20 years old and you don't have a full time. If you're still working as a, as a server at a restaurant or anything like that. I mean... You know, a lot of the full sale people worked for two and a half, three years to get to a point where they can graduate, walk across the stage. And then, you know, obviously they're going to go and try out and get a job. Um, and, and me, me, I, I sit every day. I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, I hate this. You know, but I I sit down every day at work and I'm like, wait a minute. You know how many people I've graduated with or graduated before me that aren't doing anything that they want to do? Because, you know, they just haven't been given an opportunity to get there. I know a lot of people that work really, really hard where they want to be, but they just can't find the end. Um, you know, so I, I'm extremely lucky to be where I'm at at 20 years old. Um, and, you know, when I'm 25, it'll only be like a couple years. All my friends will be out of college by, you know what I mean? You know, some of them probably right. still searching for jobs. I'll have this one hopefully, or, you know, you know, I'll I'll be growing a little bit in the company. (laughs) I'll have this exact same job, same pay. (laughs) Perfect pay. Um, You know, I, I, you know, I'll be working at this place, uh, but, you know, on on the same end of that spectrum, it's like, I I have that to fall back on, but I also Mm want to grow this photography company. I've been talking about making a YouTube channel with my other friends for like God knows how long now. We're finally recording tomorrow. Um, Ooh, so, what are you recording? Let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> good to that? Um, um, well, that's that's just a little side piece. Uh, that's, we, we've been talking about making a video gaming channel for like, oh God, so many years now and we're finally doing it. Um, and, you know, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's right. It's something, you know, we we have no idea what any of that is going to be branded as yet or anything like that we're just we're doing it because we've been saying we're going to do it and we've never done it so we're going to do it (laughs) right um but you never know hopefully uh i've had the same dream essentially since i was a kid uh you know my i guess my five-year plan to maybe try to make it a little bigger in my photography and my end goal uh and i've always said this is is I'm a huge Star Wars person. Star Wars is a thing that got me into filmmaking and specifically got me into editing. Uh, because a big thing with Star Wars uh, is the first movie would have been a total throwaway if it wasn't for the edit. Um, they, they saved the movie in the editing process.
0: What's that documentary so, called? Uh, <laughs> look,
1: I, let me check.
0: Oh man. Um, Peter talked about a documentary about Star Wars for a year before I watched it.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it it's called Empire of Dreams. Empire um, of Dreams. Yeah, it's 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 really really good, and it, it explains the entire process of how the first and the second and the third, I believe, Star Wars were made um, through all the trials that you know George Lucas had to go through with all the you know big name companies not taking the movie because it was going to fail, and then finally to opening day when it was. Probably one of the most successful, you know, movies at the time—the most successful movie at the time to ever come out. Um, you know, but anyway, like back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my, my the ultimate podcast. dream. <laughs> Anyways, the podcast. Uh, my ultimate dream is just to 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 either help or be in a Star Wars. You know, like if I could see my name in a Star Wars credit, I would have made it. I don't care mm-hmm. what I do for the rest of my life because that's like something that would. It would it would be yeah, it's just my end goal. It's always been my end goal. I, I even said it, you know, when I graduated, it was like we had to do that that exit interview. It's like I would I don't care if I'm the person that rubs dirt on R2D2. If I could get my name and in, in, in a Star Wars credit, I would have made it in the film industry in in my eyes.
0: Right. Um, do you remember it's like December 2017, we took that marketing class together. And he told that to the class, and the teacher
1: was like, "Doesn't count."
0: And some other dude was like, "I don't know, I just really like (laughs) movies." He was like, "Perfect."
1: (laughs) And he was like, "Oh, that's not, that's not, that's not why you joined." And I'm like, "Uh, uh, "Yeah, it is." (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then he told basically half the class that wanted to be directors that they're in the program. Oh, that was fun. I, I do agree with that.
0: I do agree with that. If your end goal in life is to be a director maybe check out and you and you and you want to go to school maybe check out some writing in english programs if you don't know story you're going to be a bad director but telling a classroom full of like there's like 80 of us in there like just a bunch of like green kids like we're all like 20 and younger That like you're already doing the first thing wrong maybe not the (laughs) best idea
1: yeah you suck I know it's only your second month in here, but you're the worst person. I know I had one job
0: on a film set in the nineties, but I am better than you. Um, um,
1: <laughs> let's, let's not, it, oh, yeah, let's not get to yeah, that.
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be more positive in general than I also but I also like making fun of people at the same time. It's a weird thing.
1: Yeah, especially when I'm here. This <laughs> destined yeah. to be a roasting podcast somewhere. Yeah. Um well
0: I think yeah, let's talk let's let's see in five years you want to be further down the line to your end goal to your dream of working on a star wars film um Mm -hmm. do you have like a like a concrete plan written out or are you just kind of like
1: i'll know an opportunity is good when i see it coming uh that's hard because yeah i have a plan but it's not like it's not destined to work. It's not like, I don't have, I'm not like, uh, Sean of the dead (laughs) and have a pint in the Winchester and wait for all this blow over. Right. It's like, I, like I, it's, it's, it it could happen at any moment. I could be, you know, I could get an opportunity tomorrow and get told that somebody for the next, there are even, even like the Disney plus shows, all the star Wars stuff that's coming out now. Somebody could message me one day and just be like, Hey, you're a good kid. I remember for you from school, you know, I'm working on this. Would you like to come work on it? And I'd be like, hell yes, I would. I'm already <laughs> on. You <know? also>, okay. <laughs> <laughs> already here. Like are you home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it, you know, so I think it's hard to say, yes, I have a concrete plan when I don't, I, I it, it could change at any moment. Anything. could. Change. Um, You know, I could, I could, knock on wood, hopefully not, lose this job at any moment, you know, and and get thrown back into a serving job or something. But, you know, basically what I'm getting at is anything can happen. This YouTube thing can blow up. And, you know, maybe that goal of, you know, being in Star Wars will get pushed down a little bit but still kind of be there, but YouTube's now my main priority because that's also something I've always wanted.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's the, that's the scary part. It's like, you never really know what's going to blow up. And I think that's why it's not hard for me to find guests is because like everybody on, on like this side of the entertainment world, like the, the, the independent DIY side, it's just like, we're all just waiting on one of us to do well, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's so stressful because it's like, like for me, like, am I spending enough time on my podcast? Am I not spending enough time? on my bad band with my friend TJ. Am I not spending enough time on my personal writing? Like which one of these things is going to be the thing? Uh, and you never know. You never know. Yeah. It, knowing me, it'll be something I make as a joke. And then I'll just be <laughs> stuck. I'll be stuck doing something ironic for the rest of my life.
1: It's going to be the goose game.
0: Dude. The goose. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I've talked about the geese thing. Uh, <laughs> My my goose story is turned in so many different mediums. It was originally a, a full screenplay, and then it was a short. Um and then it was just prose fiction and now it's a comic book script that I'm trying to get drawn. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's going on with that. But hopefully before this season's over, I will be able to sell a a book about killer geese. I think that's so funny to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. There, so a little side note, fun story um this story got brought up to me last of my memory um we were barbecuing at apartment at my apartment complex and I all the, the up, ducks <laughs> all the ducks came up and josh started like getting a little nervous i'm like josh what's going on <laughs> like, what's- <laughs> man had serious fear in his eyes <laughs> well
0: so like i we had calmed down I, I i don't think i think i need to do justice to the rest of the story we were cool and like the ducks were just yeah. kind of hanging out and we were like making fun of them and like throwing food every now and then. And then I was trying to send a Snapchat of the ducks to like my current girlfriend at the time. And uh, I think one, didn't one of them like jump at me, he was <laughs> holding some bread and my phone to get them to look at me. And it like took off into the air and I'd forgot ducks could fly. And that was, it was over. I don't think we ever barbecued again. <laughs>
1: no. no, I did. You, <laughs> you were on the other side. You were gone. <laughs> I don't. Okay, like, hey, can you call me when the food's over?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring the bring the bring the food over to my ex's apartment. We'll just hang out. It's fine. Uh, um, yeah, All right, back, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> back, yeah,
1: back to the normal podcast.
0: Um, where can we find you
1: on the internet? All right. Uh, so my Instagram and my uh, you or my uh, my website is going to be Peter dot uh, com and then peter donnelly photo is the tag for my Instagram um, and that's really that's that's my mains for any type of social media um, the website's going to be going through a, a, a redo re, you know rebrand all that yeah rebrand and and, and stuff like that uh, shortly when I have the design that I want in my mind um, but yeah that's that's kind of my my medium uh, that's really it. My mixtape's dropping soon, you know. Look out for it, bro.
0: Hey, you joke, but if you wanna if you want to join the uh, the Scott Holiday family, <laughs> I'll talk to my guy. That.
1: We'll get you on.
0: All right, we'll talk after like, the podcast. <laughs> I know you're joking, but on <laughs> a <I'm> serious note.
1: <laughs> <I love it. laughs> like, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at jwfreeman underscore on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow the show on Twitter at the Little Guys Three. If you're listening on a podcast platform where you can rate, please give us a good rating. I would, I would love the attention. It would mean a lot to me. Um, Peter, thanks for coming on, and thank you for editing thank the for episodes from me. season one that I didn't want to edit. Yeah, of course. Um, thanks yeah. for
1: the, uh, the Wendy's chicken nuggets that you brought. Tell I used you uh, stopped to do that. I've never paid anyone <laughs> with real money. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs>